On today's wrestling news, WWE issues a statement on Keith Lee. WWE removes two wrestlers from Survivor Series teams. And Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch's issues have been used on WWE SmackDown. And an NXT 2.0 star debuts on SmackDown. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers. This is Salty Sea Dog getting higher billing than Gareth over there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all today's news stories and links to each news story is in the description below so click the timestamps and away you go but first up what have we got we've got news phil we've got some big news because obviously in recent times there's been a lot of releases from wb specifically like start of november we had 18 people just suddenly dropped and you had like nxt former nxt champions carrying cross and keith lee were perhaps two of the biggest names that we did see just drop out of WWE out of nowhere and then keith lee took to took to twitter on his birthday no less and released a statement and he said like oh it's not the best of birthdays it is what it is but you know i've, I've got to try and find the positives in things and one of the positives he kind of highlighted within this post was the fact that he paid his own medical bills like throughout his obviously it's been well documented at this point that he had a lot of struggles with you know the current global horrible thing and that kind of pricked a few ears up people were thinking oh wait wwe didn't pay for his medical bills that's a bit oh that's a bit strange well wwe had a thing or two to say about all of this they've released a statement now just responding to this like this has made him really fight back i think for want of a better phrase they've um they've put out this statement that says keith lee's recent comments implying wwe failed to pay his medical bills are erroneous wwe has an extensive healthcare program for the medical care of its in-ring performers and mr lee was part of this program while with the company should mr lee have any concerns over the payments of medical bills he is welcome to address them with wwe mr lee is not in wwe good books right now not to be there but yeah it's, it was a very passive aggressive statement there from WWE and at this time Keith Lee has not actually responded to this statement so it's going to be really curious to see how this develops obviously in the next like coming days coming weeks but this is I've never seen WWE do this to be honest I don't think they've been in the position to have done it like thinking about it I don't think many people have called out the fact that they've had to pay for their own medical bills and if it is the yeah. case WWE are going to come under a lot of scrutiny for that so I think they've probably come out fighting just to try and nip it in the bud as soon as possible but I don't think we've heard the last of this by any means yeah it's a bit of a weird one like because it's like at one side like I don't see Keith Lee lying about this like at all it doesn't seem like a kind of thing he'd do and it'd be a really odd thing to lie about yeah and then at the other side WWE have like never done a response like this to something like this like so they must obviously feel like oh my god what is he saying like this is completely false so I don't know what the middle ground is here I'm assuming there's like some part of it is med medical bills that WWE have paid but then other parts that like maybe they didn't realize or he didn't run by them or that he's like paid for on his own like there's got to be some kind of middle ground into all of this um, it, it does reek of like, like potential miscommunication. You, you've got I yeah, mean, you don't you don't know yeah. for anyone. Like we don't know the full like ins and outs of it, but it does kind of feel a bit. Oh, maybe there's just not been a clear understanding of what was needed to be paid for and what wasn't. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And like I'm not even pretending to, <laughs> that I, I know Keith Lee very well, but we mm. met him uh, through WCPW and he came over and he was like such a nice guy. Mm. And we always tell the story of when he got left behind at a show once because the bus that we had all the wrestlers on kind of just left without him and went to the hotel and he just kind of stood around the ring while we were taking everything down and he was there for like half an hour 45 minutes until someone was like why is Keith Lee still here why isn't he gone uh, and then we went up and asked him and he's like 
why are you still here? And he's like, oh, I was just waiting for someone to come and pick me up. And they were like, the bus has gone ages ago. Like, we're really sorry, guy. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I'll find a way. And then we like ended up getting him a taxi. And it was like, he was just stood around being so nice that he wasn't going to bring up the fact that we'd just left him behind. You abandoned the nicest man in wrestling. Like, you will never right? be forgiven. So he, like, he strikes me as the kind of guy who might just pay something and then not bring it up because he maybe like doesn't want to bring it up or like mm-hmm. doesn't want to like confront things about it or something mm-hmm. like that. So there's got to be like some kind of middle ground in there that we're not quite getting just yet. But it's going to be interesting to see what Keith Lee says about this when he finally comes out about it. Definitely. Um, so yeah, an interesting one to start with, but we mm. move over to Survivor Series. And last night, this one's a little bit weird, WWE just removed two stars from each of their teams on SmackDown. Um, so the first one was Aaliyah. They've dropped from the women's team. Um, she was taken out by Sonya Deville after um, Aaliyah teamed with Naomi and Sasha Banks to beat Sonya and Natalia and Shotzi in a match last night. Now this is obviously being used to further the Naomi and Sonya Deville feud, uh, but there's two things in this that rub me the wrong way slightly. Like A, like great way to take the wind out of someone's sails right after debuting on SmackDown. Like it was her first match and now you're being like she's being taken out of Survivor Series. Like this isn't a way to push a brand new person at all. And B, you've got Shotzi Blackheart so he just turned heel and you're putting her on a losing team on SmackDown in the first match that she's had since she turned heel. Doesn't make any sense. But anyway, we'll have to wait and see where this goes, I guess. Um, and then the second one was Sami Zayn has been removed from the men's side of things. And this one came after uh, um, Sami Zayn kind of barged in on Adam Pearce when he was backstage and uh, demanding that Jeff Hardy be removed from the team. And then Adam Pearce said that whoever loses a match between Zayn and Jeff Hardy would be removed from the team. And then obviously Sami Zayn went on to lose that match. Now this one I'm really hoping is going towards reigniting the conspiracy theory character because they've kind of dropped that in recent mm. months and the whole Sami Zayn documentary thing that they were hyping for a very, very long time just kind of fizzled out and went nowhere after we saw like a few little scenes from it. And I really, really want to see that documentary. So I really want them to be bringing back this conspiracy character with this one. But just really odd little touches that they're adding to Survivor Series after announcing the teams in the worst way possible just by chucking them up there on Twitter. So no word as to who's going to replace them yet. Maybe we're going to wait for next week, the go-home show for Survivor Series, or maybe they're just going to stick it up on Twitter again because that seems to be how they're building this show. Um, but a little bit of an odd one for Survivor Series. Yeah, and a lot of people are going to probably jump to WWE's defense and say, oh, this was the plan all along. They were going to swerve us but making us think we've just got all the teams announced and then just, like, just that was going to be the, the build-up and now they've suddenly thrown a few spanners in the work. I don't know. For me, it feels last minute and just like, oh, how can we like generate a bit more heat before we come into this show? Okay, we'll drop the people that have gotten over on the show last night. Aaliyah looked really good in that match. I just want to say she looked really like, for somebody who's just debuting on SmackDown, obviously she had a bit of time in NXT, but she was always, yeah. she, she was she was learning learning a craft. Like it is what it is. Like you're not going to be to the level of you like to Charlotte Flair straight away. You're just not. But I thought she looked really strong. And this was another one of those moments, very similar to when Shotzi Blackheart had this big breakout moment against Charlotte Flair a couple of weeks ago. We thought, oh, here we go. We've got a new babyface star. They've done it. And yeah. Just squash that just for pointless heat, even though we're just doing that every single time. Sonya Deville and Naomi get in a ring together. There's your pointless heat. We can just keep it in this little vacuum. Don't keep spreading it around the place. That's that's my big rant on that. But hopefully, like you said, I think the Sami Zayn stuff could open the door now to more conspiracy stuff. That's like the best part of the Sami Zayn character. He's got all of his beef with the Spice Girl as well. I think Scary Spice is causing him a lot of grief on Twitter. Right. That could be another like pop culture way of getting him into 
into, I don't know, the public eye. He's got a brilliant way of doing this. He knows how to play the game, Sami Zayn. Like, he did it with Logan Paul, started that little beef. That got him into WrestleMania. Who knows? We might have this little beef with Mel B, I think it is. I probably just defended a Spice Girl fan who's watching this video, which I never thought I'd say out loud. And that could, you never know. It could be, he could resort in something happening at the Royal Rumble. We could have Mel B versus Sami Zayn. There it is. I've put it hey, out there. Honestly. I would I would watch the hell out of that. Oh, just, just for the promo <laughs> battles alone, if you really, really want to. Um, so I just want the documentary, damn it. I just want the documentary. Do. We've been banging that drum since the SmackDown review podcast, like coming into WrestleMania. So they just they obviously don't watch it. Um, that's that's all I can say about that, really. They, they, don't, they don't care about us, Phil. But something we do care about very much right now is the ongoing real-life drama between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. And it seems you've had another twist in this ever-growing saga story, whatever you want to call it, because obviously Becky Lynch uh, took to the internet I think that's what the phrase I'm going to go with like she had an interview and she pretty much just went out there and said I do not trust Charlotte Flair we're not friends anymore like it's going to create a very interesting situation come Survivor Series because I don't know what she's going to do you don't know what I'm going to do tune in and we'll see what happens and just from that interview alone it felt as though WWE were trying to work this real drama which apparently has gone down backstage into the story just to make people care a bit more about the match which it's successfully done already but on Smackdown they went one step further because Charlotte Flair came down to the ring and she started poking at Becky Lynch even more she was she was saying she's going to give her a new name like Becky uh-oh and she got all the crowd to like join in going uh-oh it was like watching a very strange episode of Teletubbies. It was it was very, very weird. And um, then she said that there's not one thing natural, pretty much. I'm probably paraphrasing there, but there's nothing really natural about Becky Lynch. And Becky came out and responded to that and said, ha 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 ha, did Charlotte just say there's nothing natural about me? That's brilliant. I will let you read in between those lines because Becky knows exactly what she's doing there. And then Pat McAfee also on the way down to the ring for Charlotte Flair. He, again, I like the fact that there is some genuine heat between these two. Like last time they were in a ring together, it got quite tense quite quickly. So it feels like there would be a really doubling down on this and so they should when this kind of stuff does happen i think to shy away from it is pretty damn dumb you've got to just go with it if the performers themselves want to lean into it and they feel com like comfortable and confident enough that it's not gonna heavily impact the match itself it's gonna heavily impact the match itself isn't it there's gonna be some very stiff shots in there i just think charlotte flair nia jack stiff we're gonna go back there it's gonna be great I, i'm so intrigued by this match now i honestly just want to see bloody nose becky and charlotte just going at it i'm a strange man but hey i like violence yeah, I am more intrigued by this match than I ever possibly could have been without all of this going on in the background. Like, if anyone can handle themselves against Charlotte Flair, it's going to be Becky Lynch, let's face it. And in terms of, like, brand warfare type things, you can't ask for a better storyline to do it with. It's, like, deep and personal heat that's going on. Um, so I think it's working really well, and it's good that they've added this in, and it's definitely the most interesting brand warfare thing ever yeah probably it's up there with with the becky ronda stuff before becky got her nose broke isn't it it's yeah, it's yeah, definitely up there who and becky's involved in all of these bloody things <laughs> going damn good and the match is going to be really good let's yeah. face it i think they'll be able to put aside whatever differences they have to have a stiff but really really good match uh, at Survivor Series, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Was there, um, wasn't there a very but, controversial act that went down at this 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 event uh, like a couple of a couple of decades ago? Mm -hmm. so indeed, you never know. Indeed. You never know. I think it's a curse. This this pay per view, isn't it? Never mind. <laughs> hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Um, but moving on, we've got an NXT 2.0 call-up. Well, the first one from NXT 2.0. If it is a call-up, it might not be. It's a, bit, a little bit of a strange segment on SmackDown. But anyway, I talked about how Adam Pearce was backstage on SmackDown and Sami Zayn barged in asking for that match. Well, just before that happened, Adam Pearce was chit-chatting away with none other than Von Wagner from NXT 2.0. Oh, and it was a little bit weird because they were just kind of talking and then Sammy barged in and they did out their whole shtick. And then throughout the whole thing, Von Wagner was just kind of stood there in the background with his arms crossed. So doing what was, he does on NXT, it. really. That's, that's, yeah, he was, he was staying in character. That was... um, and that was, that was the call-up, I guess, if it is going to be a call-up. So it's going to have to wait and see what happens with Von Wagner. Um, but yeah, this could be the first of the NXT 2.0 breed to be called up to the main roster. Oh, be careful what you wish for. It's um, that's an interesting move, I will say. I think I don't want to read too much into it because, but you know what? Why not? We're wrestling fans. This is what we do. But yeah, I think if you really look at it, it smells an awful lot like a certain partnership in NXT 2.0 is going to be coming to an end sooner rather than later, and that does involve yes. Mr. Kyle, like Cool Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, because his yeah, contract is it first of December his contract oh I don't know if there's a date on it it's just sometime in September I know Johnny Gargano is like the 3rd of December I think yeah. so there's a couple coming up so it does reek of okay well that's not going anywhere so let's just move into Smackdown because he's done everything he can do in NXT apparently <laughs> yes, yeah oh, <laughs> everything just, yeah I mean I'll say no more just um, sit back and enjoy the fun really because this is it's going to be a ride it's going to be a ride yep and there it is speaking of a ride 
Let's go to the Twitter questions. Um, so the first one comes from uh, Gillen. If you can't beat him, something I can't find it on the Twitter. He's going to appreciate that. Borum. There you Borum. go. Borum. That's what uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it isn't the biggest Saturday morning legend since Live and Kicking, nice little shout out. I there. like it. Uh, do you think there'd be any value in adding valid weight class championships in wrestling more than cruiserweights? It might give a larger number of wrestlers more to do and award talent otherwise overlooked. What do you think? That's a very, very cool idea. I'm, I'm all for that because I'm a big UFC fan, you know, like that that other sport. And that's something where you find, obviously, can different contenders pop up all over the place because you've got all these different divisions to, to keep yourself entertained. And you get people jumping up divisions. You can have, like, dual champions coming against each other. There's still that potential to do what WWE love to do where they have the champion versus champion thing. It's still there. But... The only issue with that is it's trying to find the time to to really get all these separate matches from separate divisions over on television. WWE have a lot of time to do that, in all fairness. like They've got a lot of programming to, to fill. But it's... I don't know. I wouldn't trust them to, to handle it, it with that level of care. Maybe someone like AEW, a bit different. I feel like they could probably do that, whether they've talked about it. Like in the past, I know they lean into the, the real sports field, and I think it could lend itself to that quite well. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn on this. I like the idea of it in theory. Whether it be executed well is another thing completely. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I like, it's an interesting idea and it would be interesting to see how it's done. It's just, just, with WWE especially, they've always found it hard to sort of elevate stars in other positions that isn't just the world champion. Mm -hmm. And if you're, like say in like UFC, whoever's the top of that card is just whoever happens to be the hottest at that time. It yeah. doesn't really matter that much about weight class. And I don't know if they'd be able to pull that off. Mm. Um, but my other worry about it is historically in wrestling, not just in WWE, uh, like if you get labeled in sort of one weight class or if you get labeled as a cruiserweight, it's kind of hard to then break out of that and yeah. move up the card. And if the top of the card is still the World Heavyweight Championship, you're still going to want people to move up to the top. And if yeah. they get labelled in these different weight classes, I don't see that happening. Like cruiserweights, like look at Neville, he had a mm. really tough time coming out of the cruiserweight division um, to move up the card. And then like even over in uh, like New Japan, if you get labelled as a junior, it's hard to then break mm. out. Like some people have, have managed to do it, like Will Ospreay, but he had to put on quite a lot of weight yeah. and actually like physically change himself to make mm. him feel more like he was at the top of that um, card in the heavyweight division. Mm. Um, so yeah, historically in wrestling, I don't think it's worked out, but it would be a very interesting idea if someone could do it right. I thoroughly agree. Uh, so the next question comes from Mark Gallagher, who has a lovely picture of his doggo, yeah. Millie, looking very majestic. He says, Survivor Series is looking underwhelming, but what is your favourite Survivor Series event? Ooh, this is a tough one because I can't remember specifically what... Do you know what I mean? I don't really th think of the full event, like start to finish, like every match on that card banged because I've got a terrible memory. But in terms of like main events, the one that sticks out to me that like when I just think of Survivor Series, like the first one that really just caught my attention as a kid was the one where Batista was the, the captain of Team Smackdown. I think Lashley was on his team as well. And there was a little bit of infighting because obviously that's what WWE do. And I think Kane and Big Show were on the other side in the lead up to it. They choked them, Batista through a table. And I thought that was just, oh my God, how did you do this to Batista? He's the World Heavyweight Champion. Like, as a kid, I was just like phew, astounded by it. And the match itself probably wasn't a classic by any means, but it just, for me, it epitomized what Survivor is, for me, what Survivor Series is all about. Just having these massive titans just all trying to team together and just coexist for a while and just seeing who could be the last person standing. It was just, yeah, that feels like a, a true, like, summing up of what this event should be to me. 
Excellent. I am gonna make myself really old, feel mm -hmm. really old, yeah. and go back to Survivor Series '98 and do the Deadly Game. There was a Survivor tournament. Series before 2000. Wow, that's, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it stands out in terms of it being very different to every other Survivor Series. Get out of the way, dog. This isn't about you. It is. <laughs> it is. is. Shelter's going to give the end. Uh, <laughs> it was like a one-night tournament. It was one of the best one-night tournaments they've done. It got loads of people over. It told mm. a really good story throughout the show. Uh, loads of the matches were just fun and like interesting. You got like The Rock versus Ken Shamrock and stuff in there. Like Mankind got all the way through to the main event, and I bloody love Mankind. And then Rock versus Mankind at the end. Uh, it was yeah. It was just a really fun like solid tournament show. Just one night. This is it. There was none of the five on five bollocks either. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just a really fun and interesting idea for a show that I think they should absolutely bring back at some point. Just that big one night tournament. Like mm. whoever wins wins it all. Kind so of you're thing. saying this really was this, this was better than the best in the world tournament at Crown Jewel? Is that is that, is that you're actually yeah, yeah, saying I'm that? Go yeah yeah. It, Bold yeah, claim, man. Yeah, yeah you dying that sword. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> Go watch it, everybody, <laughs> on the WWE Network. Oh, uh, the final question comes from Andrew Collings, who says, uh, with Survivor Series just over a week away, if there was a WWE versus AEW 5 versus 5 match, who would you pick to represent both companies? So, thought you could do WWE, and I'll do AEW, and we'll see how we go. Oh, great. So, Reggie, Akira, Tazat, no. Um, so, <laughs> that's very mean on them. They're both very talented at what they do. That's, yeah. yeah, I'm not a horrible human being. Um, so, Tribal Chief. Throw Roman Reigns in there, Big E, got to go you big hitters. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm being very presumptuous saying, saying that I'm going to do a man's team. If I did a women's team, you'd probably guess who was going to be in it because we're just going to go for the five top stars. But for the men, I go Roman Reigns, Big E, um, Ricochet because, man, he's flipping good. Like, that's all you want in this kind of match. Um, Sami Zayn for your comedic elements. He's just going to bring it all. And last, it's hard. Everyone keeps getting released. Um, who could we do for the last one? Um, just for the veteran aspect randy orton why not i'm that guy i like watching boring matches let's do it fair enough uh i'm gonna go mostly homegrown aw stars because okay. we need that in something like yeah. this so i'm gonna go with hangman page 100 gonna go with uh jungle boy absolutely i'm gonna go with mjf just because you gotta get a bit of heel heat in there somewhere and i'm gonna go with darby allen and then I was originally going to have Sting as the fifth one, just to Ooh. throw in a bit of star power in there and make it interesting. But I'm removing Sting from my team because you just added Ricochet into yours and I'm going to put Dante Martin into mine so he can get a really, really fun couple of minutes of absolute flippy shit. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, okay. So th when's this match happening again? Sorry? Don't just, don't oh, just yeah, put I it in front of us and take it away. I would buy that right now. Yeah. Take my money weird <laughs> world where this is happening oh i'm sad now <laughs> this is not happening damn it no forbidden oh. doors here no uh, but that was the news thank you very much for joining us if you want you can follow us over on twitter you can follow me at fill my chambers and you can follow gareth at gmorgan04 and you can follow salty sea dog at fill my chambers on instagram I thought you were gonna reveal a handle there phil I thought you were gonna do it I thought you're gonna be that guy it's only a matter of <laughs> time yet. really isn't it i'm trying to get myself over with him <laughs> not him over <laughs> Cruel man. Um, and you can follow all of us at What Culture WWE. Make sure you do subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment down below what you think of all of today's news stories, including all of your 5v5 AW versus WWE Survivor Series teams. Let us know who you would pick. And yeah, Ups and Downs is coming later on for SmackDown and AW Rampage. And then it's full gears tonight. We've not got a live stream because no one's available, but we're going to have Ups and Downs and full coverage of that tomorrow. And yeah, all the usual fun stuff. Uh, so make sure you check it all out. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that... Wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 